Welcome to the Selling from the Heart podcast, your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts, Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. And welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your co-host here, Daryl Amy with Larry Levine. What's going on on the other side of the pond, Larry? I uh, know. God, I was got, well, actually all of January. I didn't know if I was coming or going, but over the last little bit, you've been coming, you know, and going. It's been crazy. It's been a whirlwind for you, Daryl, the last couple of weeks. It has been a whirlwind, and uh, you're sitting by the Pacific Ocean. I just flew over the Atlantic Ocean looking forward to working with some salespeople in the UK tomorrow. So that's going to be a blast. We'll see what selling is like in, uh, in the UK and Europe. And I have a sneaking suspicion, Larry, it's not much different. <laughs> what do you think? It's not, <laughs> it, it, it's not, you know, and, and that's a funny, that's a, fu that's a funny thing that you just said, because, you know, I, I got, we got clients all over the place and that's, that's a nice thing about our message and how we delivered it. it's resonating on multiple continents. Mm -hmm. okay? And it's so interesting because, I got clients in Australia and they want to know, well, what's different about what you guys do here versus what we do by us. And I go, it's not, <laughs> there's nothing different. About it. I mean, come on. Right. It's it certainly, you know, I, one thing's true is the grass is always greener on the other side of the fence. And I think sometimes people think, well, so-and-so in another uh, industry or another country or another, you know, whatever has it different or better or is more advanced or, and, and, you know, the reality is people are people everywhere and, and sales is a people to people endeavor. And so it's, it's great though. I'm, I'm excited to be here and boy, you sure have been stirring it up this week. You know, and, and I didn't even mean to, you know, it wasn't even done intentionally, Daryl. Um, it was just done because I, I, I think one thing is in, in this salespeople out there just really need to understand is, you know, we all have a voice, right? We all need to be heard. It's just how we deliver it. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. And by the way, everybody, welcome. Thanks for joining us this week. We're glad you're here. If you're new, you're, you've just joined a community, a growing community, an international community of sales professionals that are dedicated to being genuine, being real, being authentic being ultra successful. We call it selling from the heart. So thanks for being here to all of our listeners. Thanks for chiming in as well. We're glad you're back. And, and it's uh, so exciting to communicate with many of you on LinkedIn and on Twitter. So, uh, so Larry, the, the post, and I guess we'll, we'll read a little bit of it. Although I think judging by the, what, 120,000 people that have seen this post so far. And it's only, and it's only been less than, it's only been less than three days, dude. It's, it's crazy. And, and it, yeah, you know what? Yeah, it's a pat on the back, but you know, it's so interesting because I, I get messages all the time. Well, how do I get my message heard? Right. Quit figuring out how to play the algorithms behind all this and just mm -hmm. drive, just drive good, engaging, authentic, relevant content and watch what starts to happen. And I just did this, you know, this is one of these things that was just floating through my mind. And this was just actually this past Friday. It was probably mid morning, right around lunch. And I just threw some out. I'll, I'll set it up and then we'll dive into this thing because I, I think for the listeners out there, this is going to prove a point to a lot of things. And I wasn't out there to say point fingers at anyone. And that really wasn't the message behind it. 
But the whole message behind this, and, and I really started off with saying how this concerns me is, you know, sales is difficult to begin with. And I don't really care, Daryl, what type of sales we're all in, right? It could be B2B, low end, it could be complex B2B, it, it could be technology, it could be financial, you name it, right? It's tough. All the, it, it's tough. And, that, and let's just get that out on the table, but it requires practice, and then that's a whole nother thing. Then we'll, we'll, we'll cross that bridge later. But I went on to say, you know, there's all, there's hype, right? There's so much hype around social, this social, that digital transformation, this digital transformation, that you cannot go more than 30 minutes without seeing something pop up in a social news feed. I don't care the name of the social outlet that talks about social selling, digital transformation, all this is going to revive. And, and it's just, all the sexiness around social has just, this has got me concerned that we're all chasing that silver bullet. But so I just went on to say that, you know, if sales people out there are struggling with the most traditional core fundamentals of sales in an outbound way, which is phone, email, face-to-face -face networking, right? You name it. We, mm -hmm. we can name a bunch of others is they're going to struggle mightily integrating social. And I, I just went on to say, I said, you know, social is, I think if there's one point that I really want to drive home and then, you know, we can peel this thing apart is social is jet fuel for a conversation starter and relationship builder. If you have the core foundation and skills around traditional outbound prospecting and relationship building, if you don't have that, Daryl, this is just another platform for you, for you to spew a bunch of noise that no one's going to hear. Mm. But yeah, you know, your point is so good. And, and I, and if you get on Larry's LinkedIn, <laughs> if you're not connected with Larry. It's uh, he's a slash Larry Levine, 1992. But uh, this is, uh, you know, the banter back and forth on this has been uh, very, very entertaining. And uh, I, I agree with you on this, in, in, in the sense that, uh, you know, I'll mess with the metaphor just a little bit. You, sure. know, you said social's jet fuel. I think social is a jet. The fuel is content, conversation, relationships, hard work. And, it, you know, it doesn't matter. Um, th those are the things, that, those relational skills, the, um, the, the bringing the value, the, the ideas, the substance, the, the content, the, the, uh, the meat, if you will, of all of that, it, social is a great vehicle uh, in which to, to develop relationships, position yourself as expert, drive conversation. So's email, so's the phone, you know, the, the traditional prospecting techniques, certainly social has opened up a whole new world of opportunity. But I think the reality of what you were saying um, is that the fundamental skills of relationships and the fundamental hard work and the fundamental um, discipline of bringing value, you know, educating ourselves so we can bring value to our clients. It, without that social is, man, it's just a, it's, it's just a monthly subscription. It's yeah. And, and anything for you. No. And, and, you know, and that's a tough part. Of, and that's why I just said, you know, that concerns me is because, you know, depending on what sales channel that, that our listeners sell into, right? Some, mm -hmm. some people out there just love bashing certain channels, right? They call it laggard, mm -hmm. right? Old school, things like mm -hmm. that. And call it what you will. I, I don't care what the channel is. And, and I see, you know, you're on the road just as much as I am, Daryl. And what really frightens me more than anything else and what concerns me is, 
straight across the board. I don't care if you're new in sales, you've been in sales a couple years or your tenured sales rep is we all have something to learn. But what's, what's really got my goat on this one is the tenured sales reps who basically can't even open up a conversation and articulate any value because they're just going through the motions. Well, I think that one thing that, that is true is uh, social has definitely been like a spotlight, right? I mean, you go think about when you're, gonna, when you're going to be social selling, first of all, you're on a big stage, right? This is a public stage. So you've got a spotlight on you like you've never really had before. We've never had this opportunity. We've also never had this level of spotlight. And uh, it's interesting, you know, you got to ask a salesperson, okay, social, you've got this public statement here. What's your value proposition? What do you want to say on your social profile? And this is, uh, it's revealing. It's deer in the headlights, right? It, 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 well, it, it's more than that. It's just downright scary because, you know, and a lot of times, and I love role playing with people, um, not, not to throw them on the spotlight and, and, you know, to needle at them, but it's, Hey, you know, if you can't role play amongst your peers mm-hmm. in, in a friendly setting, then what are you doing out in the field? Right. I hate to say this, you know, then you're, you're practicing on your clients and your, you know, your prospects, but you know, it, it's just simple. And, and, and that's just set the stage for this one, Daryl, because it just proves a point on what you just said about, you know, value propositions. I always share with sales reps, you know, let's just play make-believe for a second. And make-believe is, is hopefully all these sales reps have targeted accounts they're trying to get into, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I can, va- I, I can rest assured that most, most of these buyers, C-level executives are pitching no-hitters against sales reps um, for one simple reason. They're not giving them a reason to continue the conversation. They're not giving them a reason to say that this is why I should talk to you. So I always say, Hey, you know, if we're just role-playing this for this sake, Daryl, but I just may say, Hey, Daryl, you know, let's just pretend you and I mm-hmm. are entering into a conversation. You know, I've been on your hit list for the last five years. I'm pitching you a great no hitter. And finally, for some weird reason, because it's, you know, the beginning of 2018 and I feel compelled to ask Daryl to come into my office, mm-hmm. you know, and so forth. And I welcome you into my office and I say, Hey, Daryl, you know, I've been looking forward to this. I know you've been on me for the last five years. You know, can you just share with me just real briefly in 10 seconds or less, what's the value you bring to my organization? And I share that with you, not that, you know, you have to give me an answer, but I set it up for one reason, Daryl, is that's, that's the million dollar question that salespeople out there need to need to understand is you got one shot to make that impression. And if you spew and puke and barf on yourself, game over, right? <laughs> no question. No question. And, and, and I think that, that's, that's, the, that's why I'm so hypercritical with this. You know, has social played an impact in what I've done? Absolutely. Did it play an impact when I was a sales rep? Yes. Did it play an impact in, in how you and I, you know, kind of started the whole core foundation of Social Sales Academy and Selling from the Heart? Absolutely. But the reason why we're doing this is because we got the core fundamentals down. And that's the main purpose of this is not to say, hey, guys, social doesn't work. Social does work. But you have to understand the core foundation of what you bring to the table from a sales perspective. And if you don't know that, then you're just chasing the shiny object and all the sexiness that everyone wants to throw at social. Yeah. So I think it's, it's social is like a spotlight and I've, I've listed out four things as we've been talking that I think it, it reveals 
Um, and, and maybe to flip the, the, the conversation a little bit, obviously we're heading into the Super Bowl here this week and there's going to be a big stage, right? There's going to be a big spotlight. Um, but there's a lot of stuff that's going to happen behind the scenes to get to that point. And there's a lot of, you know, certainly, hopefully those guys aren't practicing on the field. Right. So yes. <laughs> I, in fact, I'm pretty confident they're not. So I wrote down four things that social reveals, or maybe we could also say four things that, that we need to do as sales reps to, to block and tackle and bring the goods. Um, one, one that you've already been talking about is a substantive value proposition. And if you can't say your value proposition in, you know, a couple sentences or less, um, you know, pause the podcast, sit down and work that one out. You got to figure that out. Uh, and, and social forces you to do that. Yep. If you want to do more and, and it go back to the last couple of weeks, uh, we've spent some time talking about your LinkedIn profile. If you want to do more than Larry Levine, account executive sales shark in a suit on your LinkedIn profile, uh, you're going to have to know your value proposition and, and you've got a great opportunity to communicate that. But just going through the exercise of your LinkedIn profile kind of puts a spotlight on that going, I, I really need to be able to articulate that. The second thing that we've been talking about a lot in the Selling from the Heart podcast is not only do you need a substantive value proposition, you need knowledge and experience to back that value proposition up. And, and you know, this is the, uh, the other thing that social reveals. I think social reveals that most sales reps aren't reading they're not honing their craft. They're not learning more about their business. What's no, dude, you nailed it because, you know, we talk a lot about, you know, shark, right? Mm -hmm. A bunch of sharks out there. You know, I'll take it one step farther. You know, there's a bunch of empty suits out there and it's not just, Hey, I'll come up with this tricky, catchy value proposition. No, you got to come up with that value proposition that you, that you understand completely that you yes. can back up because if you can start backing it up, then you're not that empty suit, right? Then you're not, oh, I just got a catchy tagline or, you know, maybe in the social world, you might call it clickbait, right? Yep. You know, clickbait your value proposition to get someone to say, hey, tell me more, and then you can't back it up. Well, this is good news, though, because I think in, you know, I don't know if we have a qualitative survey here, but I think between you and me, and I think a lot of people will vouch for this, uh, the good news is most sales reps have not done this work they don't have a substantive value proposition. They don't have knowledge and, and uh, technology, to, or the knowledge to back it up. So, so it is, uh, it's a great way to just shine out like a star if you'll do that hard work. And you just nailed it. And, and here's the thing that most people don't realize is the bar set pretty low to begin with. <laughs> Sadly, Sadly, and you know, and, and I've been in the and I've been in the sales profession my whole entire life, right? So I'm going 30 years in, in, in the career called sales, and I love every bit of it. I've taken it serious, it's provided well for my family, right? Myself, and that's the most important. So if you take your job serious, you owe it to yourself, your employer, and your family to do the to do the work. And that's why I'm just saying the bar is almost at freaking ground level, which is embarrassing to say the least. So all we need to do is just to bring it up to knee level doesn't require a whole lot of work and you're already 95% better than most out there. 
Yeah, this is good. So substantive value proposition. Do you have a substantive value proposition? Can you back it up with knowledge and experience? And that means continual learning of the products and services you sell and also your client's business. But the third thing is you need people to talk to about all of this. You need relationships, right? And if you want a full sales funnel, you've got to have a full relationship funnel, right? <laughs> yes. And you I know where it, I heard that. Uh, yeah. I, so I wonder, so I'm, since you teed me up on this one, this is how I explain this to Moses. So when I was a kid, I collected baseball cards, right? And I collected baseball cards because I love to, because at one point I thought I was going to get filthy, stinking rich collecting baseball cards. <laughs> Didn't we all? Yeah. But I've never thrown a baseball card away. Still to this day, I still have them all from when I was a kid. Awesome. So I use this, I use this analogy for a reason, right? Is, but what are we doing with our connections, right? Mm-hmm. Most, it's fair to say that most of the people listening to this podcast have some kind of a LinkedIn profile. They have more than a couple connections, right? So it's amazing is you accept yes with these people that connect, but what are you doing with it? Right. Mm-hmm. Your LinkedIn connection requests aren't just like me when I was a kid collecting baseball cards in hopes that you'll get rich off of them. Cause look what happened. I still have them. I never done anything with them. So same thing with sales reps, you collect your, you know, you collect connections, but what are you doing to build those relationships and drive conversation with? It's not just a vanity thing. Hey, look at, I got X number of connections. Well, what are you actually proactively doing with them? Yeah, that's, and that means we're driving conversation, right? In today's society, conversations happen face-to-face, they happen over email, they happen over social. Uh, certainly in this, uh, this thread that you put out there, we've got some conversation going. I'm looking at the 120,000 people that have, have uh, viewed this, uh, this comment that you made. 98 people are chiming in and, and it's growing. It's probably some more while we've been on this podcast of people bantering back and forth and driving conversation. And that's exciting. Um, we've got a new platform to be able to drive conversation. But if we want to drive conversation, we've got to have something to bring to the table, which is knowledge and experience. And um, so, so this all boils down, you know, to round this out, amazingly, all this boils down to something that's uh, near and dear to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Philosophy, if you will, is hard work. It takes yeah. hard work. You've got to do some hard work. You've got to do the hard work of of revisiting your value proposition and, and being able to clearly articulate it and running it past your peers, running it past some of your, your closest clients. You've got to do the hard work of setting aside time on a daily, if not, you know, at least weekly basis, significant amounts of time to, to consume content and learn about what you sell and learn about the businesses of the people that you sell to. And it's going to take some time to develop and nurture those relationships and drive conversation. But my goodness, you know, these are all things that, that social shines the spotlight on. And uh, we've got an incredible opportunity as true sales professionals to do a little bit of hard work and step head and shoulders above the herd. No, and I agree. And, and, you know, one, one of the things that, that you and I both stay true to is, is we're going to share the examples. We're going to bring the goods. And, and, you know, what really drives me crazy is just all the stats, right? I mean, stats are stats and stats are great for conversation piece, 
Mm-hmm. But when it boil, when it boils down is to me, I don't really care about statistics. I, I just want to know how can how how does it how do I make this thing work that that that's understandable, right? Yeah. How, how do how do I how do I drive this? So I'll just say the average, right? And I'm just using that term just for for this thing. Is this an average sales rep out there in average parts of I don't care where it is. How do how does social how does all of this tie in? So I understand it. How does all this tie in so I can understand how this works in the day in the life of what I do? Mm-hmm. And I and I think that you know that's the part that just frustrates me is you know we're all in sales. I mean, let's just face it, right? Everybody's in sales, whether you believe it or not. Mm-hmm. But, how, but how do I leverage this to allow me to do my job better in the most simplest format that's not complicated? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think that's the thing. You know, people are looking for a magic bullet and we got social and, you know, it's this, you know, it was, as salespeople, we can just dream that there's something out there that isn't going to require hard work, that isn't going to require developing in nurturing relationships, growing knowledge and articulating value proposition. Social requires all of that. It just happens to be a rocket. You can pour that fuel into it and go great places, but the hard work is still there. Um, the good news though, I think about social is it amplifies the hard work. So in the, uh, you know, in the dark ages when Neanderthals roamed the earth and you and I began selling, we didn't have, you know, we, we didn't have anything like that to amplify our message and no. amplify our, our uh, network and all of that. So this is exciting, but if you just want to plug in, you know, LinkedIn, swipe the credit card, get navigator, whatever, and uh, then go, well, why am I not selling more? You got to look back in the mirror and go value proposition, bringing knowledge, developing relationships. Am I doing the hard work? Um, and if not, you know, and maybe you're doing the hard work, but maybe you're not focusing it on social. That's maybe a conversation for another day. But um, you know, the important thing here is, it doesn't matter the communication methodology and social is it's a great communication platform, but to communicate, you got to have something to communicate and value to add and people to talk to. Yeah. Uh, it's like the leadership thing, right? He who thinks he leads and looks behind him, no one's following is merely going for a walk. Uh, you know, it's the same. And, and, and uh, that's a great analogy because there's a lot of people strolling out there going for a walk, but they're not, that's all they're doing. I feel a blog post coming on, Larry. That's oh, good. dude. That, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm surprised you didn't say it, but. Well, everybody, we have come to the end of our time today. I hope you've uh, found this extremely valuable. I know that I have. Uh, as usual, uh, there's, uh, there's lots of stuff to do here. But I'm glad that you're part of this community. I'm glad I'm part of this community of sales professionals that are dedicated to being genuine, dedicated to being honest, dedicated to doing the hard work and uh, being real. And so our uh, hope this week, our homework this week is, is kind of take that template and put it over yourself. Um, do I clearly articulate my value proposition? If not, work on it. Am I growing in knowledge on a daily basis and in and, and, and able to drive content and ideas and insights that are going to be helpful to my current and future clients? And am I nurturing relationships? Am I leveraging um, my, my uh, relationship funnel? Am I building 
our genuine human connection. And when we do all of that, it doesn't matter what the platform is. Social is going to be a great platform, but when we do all of that, we're going to be successful. So thank you everybody for joining us. Stay true, stay real, keep doing the hard work. Most of all, sell from the heart.